MAAA Conference Tournament about to get underway. Good afternoon to you. I'm Sean Malone. I'll be here for the top and the middle of this bracket as we got the number one seed St. Genevieve Dragons starting things off against the eight seed Kingston Cougars. That'll be followed up by the four seed Central against the five seed Potosi. Time to bring you the starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports, your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Maddie Menes leads things off for the Kingston Lady Cougars. She'll be followed up in the order by Sadie Vandergriff. The pitcher is Kelsey Courtway. She'll be batting third today for Kingston. The cleanup pitter is third baseman Summer Rulo. Behind the dish, it's Allison Hahn. She's the five-hitter, batting sixth, Jolene Saunders, the second baseman. The seven-hitter is Adriana Gunther, the first baseman. In left field, it's Brooklyn Dabin, uh, Daubin, the left fielder. And in right field, it's Lila, Lila Porsche, Porter. Excuse me. Again, for the Kingston Cougars, it's Maness, Vandergriff, Courtway, Rulo, Hahn, Saunders, Gunther, Daubin, and Porter. Meanwhile, the fielding alignment for your St. Genevieve Dragons, it goes Alyssa Cook in left field, Hope Schmelzley in center with Mallory Wolk in right field. The infield around the horn is Maddie Terry at third, Ava Huber at short, Mia Schweigert at second with Alyssa Beckerman at first. Behind the dish, Chloe Staffen in the circle, Ava Greer, the sophomore righty for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Starting lineup comes courtesy of Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports, David Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance. 517 East Maiden Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955. First pitch from Ava Greer, swung on and miss for strike one, and the count is 0-1. First pitch of the ball game brought to you by Boyd and Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd and Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Pitch number two in the at-bat misses for a ball, and so does pitch number three. And so a 2-1 count for Maness. Pitch one hopper to the plate, and Kingston with a chance to get their leadoff runner on in the first inning. First pitch officially coming in at 4.05 p.m. Back behind the knees of Maness. She moves out of the way of it and takes it for ball four. So she has worked a leadoff walk. And she's on with nobody out in the top of the first inning. And here comes Vandergriff to the plate. There's the pitch from Ava Greer with a runner on first. This is low and inside for a ball. After the first pitch, swinging a miss. Ava Greer has missed on her next five in a row. He's been a phenomenal pitcher this year for St. Genevieve. A big reason why they are where they are right now. Number one seed in the MAAA Conference Tournament. Pitch number two misses for a ball. 2-0 your count. Weak hack at the plate from Vandergriff for strike one. It was on the outside part of the plate, and it looked like she made the decision late to try to go after it. 2-1. Missing low for ball three. Three and one. Kyle Marler behind the dish with Kevin Kemp in the field today for your umpiring crew. The 3-1. Low and inside, ball four. Taking her base is Vandergriff and Kingston. They've got two on with nobody out in the top of the first inning, and their three-hitter, Kelsey Courtway, coming to the plate. And a rough start for Ava Greer. Eight of the ten pitches she's delivered thus far have missed the plate. The only two that she's gotten strikes on have been swinging, so the stuff is there. Just hasn't been in the zone. And now to have a conversation with 
not just Ava Greer and her catcher and Chloe Staffen, but the infield as a whole. Becky Kimes, second-year head coach of the St. Genevieve Dragons. Whatever the issue is, she wants to snuff it out quickly. So here comes Kelsey Courtway to the plate. It's a Kingston bunch that can put up runs on the season. They haven't been shut out often this year. In fact, only twice pitch in there for a strike. Count is 0-1 to Courtway. Greer, the righty, delivers the pitch. Swung on a miss. Count is quickly 0-2. Ava Greer seems to have locked in. You've got Maness at second, Vandergriff at first. Missing low for a ball. One ball, two strikes or count. Greer with the pitch. Low outside corner, called strike three. Courtway down looking for the first out. And a good cheer rings out from the St. Genevieve Dragons bench on the left-hand side. Here comes Summer Rulo to the plate. Third baseman cleanup hitter for the Kingston Lady Cougars. Trying to see if she can bring home a run. And a big hack there. She was trying to bring home three. But she waves at the fastball blown past her from Ava Greer. She's behind in the count 0-1. Rulo chokes up in the bat a little bit from the right-handed batter's box. Takes one on the low outside corner for a strike. Counts 0-2. Rulo deep in the box with a closed stance. Here's the pitch to her. Swung on a miss, strike three. Back-to-back strikeouts from Ava Greer. And that'll bring Allison Hahn to the plate. Out-of-town scoreboard check, mineral area overhead door. Could we see an upset potentially in this opening round somewhere? Well, so far, it's early, but one is at least set in place. Out of Valley Catholic, the 2 seed Valley Catholic trails Bismarck 2-0. First pitch, swung on a miss. Second one fought off foul by Allison Hahn. As Ava Greer trying to bounce back after walking the first two batters she sees. She struck out the next two and trying to make it three in a row. She's ahead in the count 0-2. The pitch, sliced foul. Count remains, no balls, two strikes for the lefty swinging catcher for the Kingston Lady Cougars, Allison Hahn. Runners at first and second after those back-to-back walks. The 0-2, just a bit outside. One ball, two strikes, your count. Chloe Staffen tried to frame that one, but Kyle Marler, home plate umpire for today's contest, not biting. 1-2, one hopper to the plate. Nice job by Staffen to stop that one. The count goes 2-2. Two and two. Han digs back in. And the pitch. Missing low for a ball. Three and two, your count with two outs. And that will unleash the base runners. Maness at first, or at second rather, Vandergriff at first. Here's the pitch from Greer. One hopper to the plate, ball four. And Kingston has loaded the bases in the first inning against Ava Greer and will bring Jolene Saunders to the plate. Becky Kime, head coach of the St. Genevieve Dragons, calls out a play to her infield. Corners are in slightly. Everyone else otherwise just playing straight up on Saunders. And it's a first pitch strike on the lower part of the zone, and the count sits 0-1. Here's the pitch. Missing low four ball. One ball, one strike, your count. All three base runners have reached for 
Kingston via a walk. The 1-1. Swung and a miss. Leaning out of the way of that one, and then a late swing from Jolene Saunders. Looked uncomfortable. Kind of a golf swing at it as it was way inside on her. The count goes 1-2. and two. Here's the pitch. Low outside corner just missed for a ball. 2-2. Two and two. Tough pitch for Saunders to lay off of, but probably happy that she did. Here's the 2-2. Swung on a miss. Strike three. A big strikeout from Ava Greer. She got all three outs in that first inning via the strikeout. No runs, no hits, no errors, and with all the walks, everyone is left on base. Three left stranded. St. Genevieve coming up for the first time when we return. We'll tell you their starting lineup brought to you by Shelter Insurance after this in the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. Hi, Kimber Monroe, local attorney and proud sponsor of high school sports. With over 20 years of legal experience, I'm here to help you. That's Kimber Monroe at KimberMonroeLaw.com. The choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based on advertising. High School Softball on KFMO is brought to you by Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Top of the or bottom half of the first inning, we'll see the St. Genevieve Dragons come to the plate for the first time this game and bring you their starting lineup, courtesy of J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency, 63 School Street in Bonterre. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Ava Huber, sophomore shortstop, will lead things off. She's followed in the order by the senior third baseman, Maddie Terry. The three-hitter is Chloe Staffin. She's a sophomore catcher. The right fielder is Mallory Wolk. She'll be batting cleanup. At the five spot, it's Alyssa Beckerman playing first base for St. Genevieve. Behind her in the order in the sixth spot is Hope Schmelzley, their center fielder. Hit up the third base line and grounded out 5-3. A quick at-bat from Ava Huber to lead off the bottom of the first inning. Mia Schweigert's batting in the seventh spot. She's a senior second baseman. The designated player today is Autumn Werner. She's batting eighth in place of Ava Greer, the pitcher. And rounding out the lineup is Alyssa Cook. Pitch. Hit in the air, shallow center field. Maness comes on, settles over her head, and it'll drop into center field. The throw into second, turnaround tag, not in time. Maddie Terry stretched it to second base and just got underneath the swipe tag of Jolene Saunders on the E8. Maness looks like she just kind of overran it, hit off the tip of her glove and landed behind her. And here comes Chloe Staffin. To the plate. Uh, pitch to her. Misses for a ball. 
Again, the lineup for St. Genevieve, it's Hubert, Terry, Staffen, Wolk, Beckerman, Schmelzley, Schweigert, Werner, and Cook under second-year head coach Becky Keim. 10-4 overall on the season is St. Genevieve. Slow roller up the line to third. Rulo's got it to first. Not in time. Beating it out. Chloe Staffen for an infield single. Two on. One away in the bottom of the first inning. Terry did not advance to third on the play, so it's runners at first and second. Mallory Wolk coming to the dish. Kelsey Courtway in the circle for Kingston. Delivers the pitch, and it's in there for a strike. Count is 0-1 on Wolk, right fielder for the St. Genevieve Dragons. We'll get you the fielding alignment for Kingston in just a moment here. This one hit into left field and going to drop down foul. Fielding alignment for the Kingston Cougars. It's Dabin in left field. Matt Maness in center with Porter in right field. The infield around the horn is Rulo at third, Vandergriff at short, Saunders at second with Gunther at first. Behind the dish is Allison Hahn. Kelsey Courtway in the circle for the Kingston Cougars. Starting lineup comes courtesy of Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports, your local shelter insurance. We're your shield, we're your shelter. Slow roller up the third base line, touched up in foul territory by Summerulo as it just hooked foul. And lucky for St. Genevieve that it did. That was a chance to turn two, is picking up right at the bag with Summerulo. Could have just grazed third base with her foot in the process of throwing it across the first. The pitch. Hit hard on the ground towards short. Snagged by the shortstop, Vandergriff. She looks to third. Now throws to second, but throws it high over the head of Saunders. Coming in to score is Terry. Turning around third, and she'll score two. It's Staffen, and it's 2 nothing St. Genevieve. So score that a fielder's choice, and then an error on Vandergriff. That scores both runs. Wolk stays at first base. She couldn't advance the second because that's about where the ball was thrown. And this one hit into left field and will drop down for a base hit. Get past Davian and roll all the way to the wall. It's Beckerman with an extra base hit. They're going to hold up the runner. Wolk at third and it's a double for Alyssa Beckerman in a 2-0 ball game favoring St. Genevieve with one out in the bottom of the first inning. Hope Schmelzley now to the plate. Center fielder for St. Genevieve. And if she can hit this to the opposite field, there's a big gap over there between Porter in right and the foul line as they are really playing the right-handed hitting Schmelzley pull. First pitch to her. Misses for a ball, 1-0. Pitch. Missing upstairs, ball two. Two balls, no strikes, your count. The 2-0. Dropped on the inside corner for a strike. 2-1. Mia Schweigert's due up next. She's the 7-hitter for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Got two in scoring position. Wolk at third. Beckerman at second. And the pitch. Missing low for a ball. Count is 3-1. MAAA Conference Tournament heading into this year had probably one of the most set up Lines in terms of the order for the seedings that I've seen in quite some time. Weren't many surprises coming into it. 
just looking at how the teams face off against each other throughout the season, it was pretty obvious to see how it was going to fall. Foul ball leads to a 3-2 count, and it's fouled off once again. St. Genevieve was a no-brainer for the top seed, especially with victories over both Valley Catholic and West County. Valley had the head-to-head win over West County. That made them a sure bet to be the two-seed, and West County had beaten everyone except St. Genevieve and Valley Catholic. The 3-2 once again. One hopper to the plate. Taken for ball four. Schweiger will take her base, and the bases are now loaded by the St. Genevieve Dragons. And then after that, you've got Central as the four-seed. They've got the head-to-head victory over the five-seed Potosi, who's got the next-best conference record with wins over A.V., Bismarck, and Kingston. A.V. beat both Bismarck and Kingston. And although Bismarck and Kingston have yet to face each other on the season, Bismarck does have a couple of wins in the W column on the season, albeit none of them in conference. Pitch misses low for a ball. Want to know your count. Schweigert up at the plate. Bases are loaded. Wolk at third. Beckerman at second. Schmelzley at first. The pitch outside part of the plate. Missing for a ball. 2-0 your count. Schweigert awaits the pitch. Waves over the top of it. And the count sits two balls and a strike. One out on the inning so far, and it came from the leadoff hitter, Ava Huber. Did a hard ground ball to Summer Rulo at third, who threw it across the diamond in time. Looped into right field. It'll drop down for a base hit. One run will score in Wolk. Beckerman's going to come home. She'll score. Advancing on the throw into third is Schweigert to second with the two RBI double. And it's two in scoring position with one away in a 4-0 ball game. Eight-hitter Autumn Warner will step to the plate. You got Alyssa Cook due up next, and that's the order. Once through for the St. Genevieve Dragons. Swung on a miss. The pitch dropped in for a strike. Counts its 0-2. Playing up in the zone is Werner. Pitch misses high and inside for a ball. One and two, your count. Werner again, the designated player, batting in place of the sophomore pitcher, Ava Greer, who when she returns through the game, and a half inning from now, whenever that comes, will be working with at least a four-run lead. Pitch misses for a ball. Two and two, your count. First base is open, but you don't want to load the bases for Alyssa Cook, who's due up next. A 2-2. Swung on a miss on the outside part of the plates. Warner goes down on strikes for out number two. That'll bring Alyssa Cook to the plate with two on in scoring position. She's got Schmelzley at third, Schweigert at second. They're playing her a bit to pull as well, and she's playing way off the plate in the right-handed batter's box. Pitch, one hopper to the dish. Kicks up some rubber pellets here with the all-turf infield at Leon's Field. The count is 1-0. Bit of a win today as well, especially after the storms that we had over the weekend. Blowing, 
in a variety of directions, but mostly from left to right or from home plate to right center field or to straightaway center. Kind of moving back and forth amongst those directions. The 2-0. Missing for a ball. 3-0. First base is open, and Ava Huber would love another crack at Kelsey Courtway, who hit one hard, but just right to third baseman, Summer Rulo. Did on the first pitch of the ball game that she saw, too. Alyssa Cook, 3-0 to her. High and way outside, missing for a ball. And that will load up the bases for the St. Genevieve Dragons and Ava Huber, who digs back in. Huber was the first out of this inning. And St. Genevieve has batted around once complete. Pitch, Huber swings on it. This time lifts it over the head of the third baseman, Rulo, but it hooks just foul. Down his 0-1, had just a little too much spin on it. The pitch. This is for a ball. Gets away from Han momentarily, but not far enough to dare Schmelzley to come off of third base. So she stays there. Schweigert, therefore, stays at second. And Cook stays at first. Two outs. Counts it's a ball and a strike. In the bottom of the first inning in a game where St. Genevieve leads, four to nothing, and it's now a 2-1 count on Huber. Huber digs back in, slightly open stance in the right-handed batter's box. Pitch to her. Called a strike on the outside corner, and we're all leaving it 2-2. Two two. Courtway trying to limit the damage to four here in the bottom of the first. She kicks and fires. Right back up the middle where it came from, through into center field for a base hit. Schmelzley will score. Schweigert rounds third. She'll score. The throw comes into second. It's runners at the corners in a 6-0 ball game following the two-RBI single from Ava Huber. And that brings Maddie Terry to the plate. Terry on the game so far. Reached on an error by the center fielder, Maddie Maness. Pop fly right to her. She came on and overran it a little bit. Pitch misses for a ball. Huber swipes second easily. Now it's two in scoring position. The 1-0. Outside part of the plate. Dropped in for a strike. One and one your count. I wonder what this inning could have been. If Maness made that play in center field, I wonder could have done for the confidence of Courtway, too. I mean, she'd be one out away from a 1-2-3 inning. Hitting the air. Center field. Maness gets another shot at it. Almost overruns it again. But extends that left arm of hers and pulls it in for the third and final out to end the bottom of the first inning. But the St. Genevieve Dragons strike first, getting six runs off of four hits, two errors, and they leave two stranded through one inning of play. Six-nothing your score. St. Genevieve leads Kingston from the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Abishan on Benham Street in Bon Terre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. 
Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978 for your auto, home, or business, is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor High School Sports Online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. Through one inning of work, 6-0 your score. St. Genevieve leading Kingston. Bottom third of the order. Due up for the Kingston Lady Cougars. They loaded the bases against Ava Greer on the top of the first. We'll see what they've got here. Hit hard on the ground. Left-hand side of the infield. Ava Hubert shortstop. Has to backhand it. Throw to first. Not in time. Adriana Gunther beats it out. And she stands at first base safe with an infield single. It just got past the third baseman, Maddie Terry, underneath her glove. She couldn't reach it. It was really well struck on the left-hand side. Ava Huber, though, with her range, able to backhand it, just couldn't get it back across the diamond in time. First pitch to Dabeen, fought off foul. The 0-1, swung on a miss, 0-2. Play on the outside part of the plate. And did they just pick off Gunther at first base? Yeah, they did. They threw over to first, tagged her, and I think she was safe at that time, but then came off the bag thinking she was out, so she's picked off. And just like that, there's one out in the inning, and now there's two. Swung and a miss. They being down on strikes. Lila Porter due up, nine-hitter for the Kingston Lady Cougars. The pitch in there for a strike. Count is 0-1 on Porter. You know, one pitch. Swung on and miss. Count quickly 0-2. Out of town scoreboard check brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. End of one. Right down the road, Valley Catholic has taken the lead over Bismarck 3-2. Courtesy of Aubrey Wolk's RBI triple. Fought off foul by Porter. Count remains 0-2. She's the nine hitter for Kingston. 
Mineral Area Overhead Door, installing garage doors, awnings, and patio covers, windows and fencing. For a full list of services, visit them online, mineralareadoor.com. The O2, sliced foul. Greer back in the circle, working quickly. Here's the pitch. High and outside. One and two, your count. Two and two, correction. The one, two. Outside part of the plate, missing for a ball. Three and two. Tell you what, this is a good at-bat here from Lila Porter. Porter fell behind early in the count, but is battled back to run the count full at three and two. Here's the payoff. She can't get anything out of it. As she swings and misses for strike three to end the top of the second inning. No runs, a hit, but courtesy of the runner being picked off at first base, nobody left on base. We are through an inning and a half to the bottom of the second we go. St. Genevieve with Staff and Wolk and Beckerman coming up. They lead six to nothing on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest in a lead belt stove and fireplace. We can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. Bottom of the second inning, St. Genevieve opened up six runs in the bottom of the first. We'll see what they've got this second time around as the three, four, and five hitters will lead things off for the Dragons. It's Chloe Staffin. And she takes the first pitch for a strike, watches the second one slip out of the hands of Courtway and miss way upstairs for ball one. Ball and a strike, your count. The 1-1. One, one. one hopper to the plate. Two balls and a strike. Chloe Staffin on the day so far, grounded into an infield single that was softly hit on the left-hand side to Summer Rulo. Yeah, Mallory Wolk due up next. Popped up behind home plate and out of play. Staffen would eventually score as Mallory Volk would hit into a fielder's choice. Sadie Vandergriff kind of not sure if she wanted to go with, with it to third, to second, eventually through to second, but threw it too late. And the bigger problem is she threw it way upstairs past Saunders, and that brought Terry and Staffen around to score for the first two runs of the ball game. Staffen watches one miss low for a ball. Worked the count back full, three and two. Here's the 3-2. Hit in the air. Left field. Deep. Carrying, and it hits off the top of the wall. 
stays in play as Staffen has to stop at second. She's got a leadoff double to begin the bottom of the second inning. Oh, the wind. If it was blowing one mile an hour greater, that's a home run. But instead, it's just a loud double to left center field. That brings Wolk to the plate. It's a symmetrical ballpark. 190 feet everywhere you look. Courtesy runner out at second base. Jolie Parker will do the running duties. This one hit on the left side and into left field for a base hit. They're going to send Parker all the way around. She'll score from second. Advancing to second base on the throw is Wolk. It's an RBI single and it's 7-0 St. Genevieve. That brings Beckerman to the plate. Beckerman doubled on a fly ball to left field. Pitch misses low and away for a ball. Want to know your count? And they are again playing heavily to pull in the Kingston outfield. 1-0. Dropped in for a strike. Count sits 1-1 one one to Beckerman. With a runner in scoring position in Mallory Wolk. The pitch just misses upstairs for a ball. Two and one. Potosi Lady Trojans are here going through some BP right now. Out in right field at the batting cage they've got here at Leon's Field. And that pitch will miss for a ball. Three and one goes your count to Beckerman. They're the five seed. They'll take on the four seed Central Lady Rebels. Hit in the air. Left field. Deep. This one back and gone. A two-run shot to left center field from Beckerman. Mentioned before, Stefan had a, or Stefan rather, had a loud double left field. This is an even louder home run to make it 9-0 in favor of St. Genevieve as Beckerman goes yard. Score sitting 9-0. Hope Schmelzley will come to the plate. Again, the wind blowing somewhere between straightaway center field and out to right field from left to right. Now is it the left center field. The wind, I think, certainly helped carry it. Here's one to shallow center field. Coming on is Maness. She's got it, and there's one away in the bottom of the second inning. Well, Maness back in the first inning. Overran the first one. Got to the second one, almost overran it. Played that one perfectly this time. Here's the pitch to Schweigert. Single on a fly ball to right field. Count is 1-0. The pitch. 2-0 as that misses upstairs. Out of town scoreboard check, mineral area overhead door. Bismarck putting up a fight against Valley Catholic in the early inning so far through an inning and a half. It's Lady Indians leading the Lady Warriors 4-3. to three. Pitch misses for a ball. 3-0 and oh your count to Schweigert with Autumn Werner on deck. Courtway with the 3-0 pitch. A one hopper to the plate. 
Four-pitch walk worked by Schweigert. And she's on with one away in the bottom of the second inning. And because of the gap between the top three teams and the rest of the MAAA so far this season, kind of left you wondering if there was going to be an upset, where would it come from? Is this one sliced foul? And that's if you want to include the 4-5 matchup where earlier this year the Central Rebels handled Potosi pretty well. Central got the victory in that contest, 16-2 to in five innings. And they're set to play later on this evening right here at Leon's Field Live coverage on AM 1240 KFMO. The pitch is an upstairs for a ball. Got a runner at first in Schweigert. Man, what an upset that would be if the seven-seed Bismarck can get the victory over the second-seed Valley Catholic Warriors. Runner takes off for second on a ball thrown into center field. Schweiger will take third. She steals second, but advances to third on the error from Allison Hahn. Just too high the throw to second. And that brings Autumn Werner back to the plate with a runner at third now as opposed to a runner at first. Pitch to her. Swung on and missed. Count sits two and two. And now time is called at the plate. Elson Hahn just had to adjust one of her leg pads. One away, bottom of the second inning. The 2-2. Hit on the left-hand side, past the shortstop Vandergriff as it's out of her reach and into left field for an RBI single. 10 to nothing. your score, St. Genevieve leads. Autumn Werner brings in the 10th run of the game with her first hit of the ball game as well. Werner was 0-for-1 with a strikeout swinging. Good to see her bounce back, and here comes Alyssa Cook. Has yet to register an at-bat on the game as she walked her first time through. First pitch she sees in her second plate appearance. Just sends it right back where it came from. Ground ball into center field for a base hit. Ava Huber back up again. Third time through the order begins here for the St. Genevieve Dragons. And a ball game where they lead 10-0 in the bottom of the second. The pitch. A one-hopper to the dish. This is for a ball, 1-0 your count. The 1-0. Hit on the left-hand side, into left field for another base hit. Rounding third, heading for home, Werner, the throw offline, and the runners are going to advance over to third, slide out at third base is Cook. Aggressive base running from St. Genevieve, and they get burned. They do get the run home to make it 11-0, but Cook is out trying to stretch it to third. Standing alone at second base now is Ava Huber. First pitch strike to Maddie Terry, who's 0 for 2 in the game so far. Did reach her first time up on a pop fly that was overran by the center fielder Maness that I mentioned earlier. Flied out to her as Maness got redemption her second time up. This one hits it down the line in right field. It drops for a base hit. Cut off by Porter in right field. Coming in to score is Huber. 
Make it 12 to nothing. Well, here's why these runs are big for St. Genevieve. We're in the bottom of the second inning. If they can get that 15th run across the board here, Kingston has a chance to be run ruled early. 15 is the rule after three. Pulled foul. You do have two outs here in the bottom of the second inning, so Kingston needs only one out to escape damage. Any further damage, that is. But you've got Chloe Staff and the three-hitter up at the plate for St. Genevieve. He needs just three more runs to reach that 15 mark to come home. Dropped in for a strike. 0-2 your count. Neil 2 pitch. Just a bit outside. Tough pitch to lay off of if you're staffing. Got a little loop the pitch from Courtway today. It's not necessarily a line drive that cuts its way through the zone. She's hoping to just drop it in. Hammered. Center field. Maness back it up and watches it dink off the side of a red SUV in straightaway center field in the parking lot for a two-run home run, the second home run of the inning for the St. Genevieve Dragons, 14 to nothing, they lead. And Staffen will be mobbed by her teammates. Well, Maness was playing in deep center field. She didn't have much room to back up into. That thing cleared the fence by a good 10 feet. I'm waiting to see if someone's going to go check on the status of. Try to see what that is out in straightaway center field. There's some lawn chairs set up in front of it. So I can't quite see uh, any insignia on the grill. One hopper to the plate to Mallory Wolk. Want to know your count. Wolk represents that 15th run. He's one for two on the day so far. Fielder's choice to short and a single on a hard ground ball that got past the shortstop and into left field. She yanks this one foul to even things up at one and one. Central Lady Rebels have now arrived to Leon's field. I'm assuming both teams are ready to go and Potosi should be. They've been going through BP for quite a while. May not have to wait very long in between games assuming we get the run rule here quickly. Pitch misses on the outside for a ball, two and one. The two one, missing upstairs for a ball. Three balls and a strike, your count. Again, playing Mallory Wolk to pull. That's what Kingston's been doing all game so far. The three one, working a walk, Mallory Wolk. She's on with two down in the bottom of the second inning, and that brings Beckerman up to the plate, who's had a good game so far. Double on a fly ball to left field and a homer to straightaway center, or to left center field, rather. And here comes Christian Moulton out to have a conversation with his pitcher in Kelsey Courtway. Just the two of them out there in the circle. And this has been the issue this year for Kingston. They've had offense, especially of late, you look at the last three games that they've played in, they're all losses. They lost to Arcadia Valley at home and twice to Bourbon on the road, but they put up at least five runs in each of those games, and those games ended early as well via the run rule. 19-5, to they lost on the 12th against Arcadia Valley, and on the 14th is their doubleheader against Bourbon on the road. 
They lost 22 to 12 and 20 to 5 in those contests in five and three innings, respectively. So they can put up runs, Kingston. It's just the defense and the pitching that have let them down up to this point in the season. But again, this is a team that's a work in progress. An incredibly young team as the pitch gets away from Han, the catcher, throw to second and sliding in ahead of it is Mallory Wolk. Well, she wasn't initially going and then jumped late and Han saw it. But the speed of Mallory Wolk has her beaten out the good throw from Han behind the plate. Two and zero your counts, but again, this like I was saying before, this is a season that's a work in progress for Kingston. A lot of freshmen and sophomores. You can count the upperclassmen on one hand on this team. Breaking ball dropped in for a strike. Two and one your count, and you like the resilience that they've shown, sticking with it throughout the season. A lot of programs having this kind of season so far, especially in a school the size of Kingston, a smaller school, they wouldn't be having a softball season at this point. It'd be a lot of uh, forfeits up on the scoreboard for the teams that they've been scheduled to face off against. So the fact that they're still here and still have a bench as well says something to the character of these kids. The 3-1 leaning out of the way of it is Beckerman. She works a walk. I'll bring Hope Schmelzley to the plate. Schmelzley, walk, pop out to center field. She's searching for her first hit of the game. She is the lone St. Genevieve batter to not register a hit today so far. We're only in our third time through the order, so she's only had two chances. First pitch missed for a ball. Second one does as well. 2-0. and And you got Mia Schweigert on deck. The 2-0. Missing low and away. Three balls, no strikes, your count. And after the bases were cleared by Chloe Staffin's home run to straightaway center field, St. Genevieve, one pitch away from loading them up. Green light on 3-0. Schmelzley fouls it back. It's on the outside part of the plate and very well may have been ball four. The 3-1. Blooper, shallow center field, that will plate one. As coming in to score from second is Mallory Wolk. Standing at third is Beckerman and sliding in headfirst to second base with the RBI. Double is Schmelzley, 15-0 St. Genevieve leads. Now, the way that was hit, it probably would have been just a single if Kingston was playing that straight up. But as I mentioned before, the outfield playing very heavily to pull, so what was kind of a slightly offset to right field single. Turned into a double courtesy of the alignment. Mia Schweigert digs in. Pitch to her. Missing low for a ball. Ball and a strike your count. With two in scoring position for St. Genevieve as they'll look to build on this 15-0 lead. Hammered into straightaway center field. Maness sinks on her in the last second. She can't hang on to it. Beckerman comes in to score. Schmelzy with a big turnaround third, but she's got the red light and backstracks to third base. RBI Schweigert. 
Brings Werner to the plate. And she will dig into the right-handed batter's box. Struck out swinging and a single on a hard ground ball to left field. That's her day. Pulls it on the left-hand side. Bobbled by Rulo at third. Throw to first. Not in time. She's safe. Werner beats it out and turns it into an infield RBI single. That was hit hard on the ground. I didn't even realize that Rulo got it at first. I didn't think she had time to cut that off. And with the score, 17-0, Alyssa Cook, 9-hitter for St. Genevieve, comes to the plate. Now, there is no run rule that is less than three innings. Is this one pulled on the left-hand side? Rulo's got it. Across the diamond to first. In time for the third and final out. So Rulo bounces back and ends the bottom of the second inning, but a big second inning for St. Genevieve. They get 11 runs off 11 hits, one error, and they do leave two stranded on base. To the third inning we go. Kingston, they got to put up three runs if they want to keep this game going before committing three outs. That's next on AM 1240 KFMO. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope online at sfccp.org. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We're proud to be a part of high school sports. The votes have been counted. The numbers are in. The word is out. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. The best hangout is the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lennington. The gang is waiting for you, so why not join them in the bullpen? Watch the big game on one of the big screens, enjoy a delicious meal, play a round of cornhole or in the arcade room, and have fun in a family-friendly atmosphere. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lennington. Top of the order for Kingston. Maness leads things off. She's behind in the count 0-2. 17-nothing your score. St. Genevieve trying to down Kingston in three. Fought off foul. Staying alive for another pitch is Maness. She worked a walk to lead this game off for Kingston. In fact, Kingston didn't look bad in the first inning. A couple of mistakes from Ava Greer. She had a hard time locating the strike zone. Loaded the bases, but Kingston couldn't get anyone home. Fouled straight back. Counts it's 0-2. Greer looking for the put-away pitch. Not that one. Misses high and outside for a ball. The 1-2. Swung on a miss. And down on strikes is Maness. 
Out of town scoreboard check, mineral area overhead door on KFMO Sports Plus. Valley Catholic and Bismarck going back and forth through two innings of play. Valley Catholic has regained the lead once again in this one, 7-4. to four. Vandergriff to the plate, behind in the count, 0-1. Here's the pitch from Greer. And therefore a strike, 0-2. Got Kelsey Courtway due up next for Kingston. Vandergriff worked to walk herself her first time up, and he strikes out here. Swing and a miss on the outside part of the plate. And there are two down. Kingston Lady Cougars are down to their final out. Kelsey Courtway digs in. Slightly closed stance in the right-handed batter's box. With her index fingers up as she awaits the pitch. And takes it on the outside for a ball. Does bring those index fingers down as the pitch comes. Again, pointing up. Clenches the bat and the pitch. Fouled. First base side. It lands innocently as Beckerman couldn't catch up to it. And it's a 1-1 count. A 1-1, high and outside for a ball. 2-1, your count. The pitch from Greer. Missing low for a ball. 3-1. The pitch. One hopper to the plate. Courtway works a walk. And she's on first with two down in the top of the third inning. Kingston, I mentioned before, they're capable of scoring runs, this team. They don't need a ton to keep this game going a little longer. Just three runs. Problem is they're already sitting with two outs. And those outs were their top two hitters. Pitch misses for a ball from Ava Greer, 1-0. Fought off foul and into the netting. One ball, one strike your count. Rulo digs back into the right-handed batter's box. Strikeout swinging. That's her day so far. The 1-1. High and well outside. Two balls and a strike. Got a runner at first in court way. Two down in the top of the third inning. 17-0. St. Genevieve leads Kingston. Here's the pitch. Swung on a miss. Throw down to first. Back in time. Standing up is Courtway. She avoided being the final out by working a walk here in the top of the third inning. Doesn't want to be that final out all said and done by getting picked off at first base. Especially in a 17-run game, not a huge reason for you to be leading by that much and testing the arm of Chloe Staffen, especially when she's already picked off one of your teammates. The 3-2. Swung and a miss, strike three, and that is going to do it. Via the run rule in three innings, 17 to nothing. St. Genevieve downs Kingston. They move on to the MAAA Conference Tournament semifinals that, with the victory, will be played here at Leon's Field. They'll play the winner of Game 2 of our doubleheader between the Potosi Lady Trojans and the Central Lady Rebels. Potosi, the 5 seed. Central, the 4 seed. We'll take a break. In between games report coming up next here on AM 1240 KFMO.